0: Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations, where we invite our hosts and guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. This season, we're also looking forward to engaging more with our audience, hearing your enlightened views, and answering questions and topics you would like us to weigh in on. Today's episode is hosted by Michelle Lightworker and Leanne, the Barefoot Medium. Hi everyone and welcome to Enlightened Conversations, a special Q&A with Leanne Barefoot Medium and myself Michelle Lightworker. We wanted this to be a live stream and we'll work out all the techno bizzo as soon as we possibly can but we wanted to make sure we jumped on and I I had actually guidance from Spirit to make sure we had the questions ahead of time anyway so we've got Lots to dive into. Yep. Uh, for those of you who don't know Leanne, Leanne is um, an international medium who is blessed to act as the bridge to connect you and your loved ones who passed over so you can feel their presence and receive messages of support, joy and love. She's also a twin flame who supports individuals and couples to step into conscious relationship and sacred union with self, partner and the divine by providing guidance around love, relationships and intimacy to help people align with and embody the love that they desire as well as embrace embrace their divine path. And Leanne and I have worked like together uh, numerous uh, occasions um, in Enlightened Conversations on Soul TV, yeah, Lightworker Advocate magazine. We've just crossed paths with good friends and I just love holding space with your presence, Leanne. Thank you
1: so much for joining us. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. And, yeah, I feel like we've worked together for lifetimes. I know. I think we might have. It's just so familiar <laughs> and so <laughs> lovely.
0: It's it's so nice and juicy. It's like, always It always feels is. like a, plethora, a playground of joy and and juice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and our conversations are always at the right timing for both mm-hmm. of us as well as for the collective. And Amazing. And so I trust in that. So, so thank agree. you for having me.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. And this week... Uh, we put it out there to the universe and we got three really good questions drop in. Uh, the first question was: is how do we stop getting pulled into others e- or external realities and to stay focused on our own vibration? The second question is how can we trust in the universe when everything seems to be going wrong? And the third question is how do we know when we're in the right job role? So they're very different questions. Um, they might intersect, they might cross over. Uh, yeah. pardon the pun <laughs> but um I, I I'm excited to to actually be discussing these today and the purpose for our Q- Q&A is to really um encourage engagement yeah. with the population to carry on the conversation yourselves so what we want is if you want to send us your questions send us your questions um on my through my Facebook page Michelle Lightworker but if you actually want to also contribute to um, your energy and your feelings and what's running in your download streams um, once you've had a look at this we would love you to because that's what we want to encourage we want to encourage more enlightened conversations during before and after the actual live stream Um, so let's dive into the first one
1: Leanne. yeah awesome so, um, so yeah, how do we how do we get stop getting pulled into others or external realities? I guess the first thing that I would say is that this is a question I often have from clients or people that I know who are sensitive, empaths, light workers, healers, psychics, mediums, whatever it is you want to call yourself. Those of us who are conscious and present to energies um, yeah. or vibration, which is simply a part of energy. Um, and I think the first thing I would say is we need to be present and aware and conscious of our own energy, our own vibration mm. first and who we are first. And I think that a lot of sensitives, empaths or or light workers if i broaden that concept we have the ability to be people pleasers or want to help and rescue yeah and jump in and often that's where that unconscious part of ourselves jumps in and we take on stuff yeah. that's other people's rather than just staying in our own energy and being present observe and and acknowledge what others might be experiencing so I guess that's the first thing that I would say mm, yeah I agree and I, I was having a bit of a download on it this
0: morning and I got um well you can't you can't tell so so there's a, a just say your energy is it's like a, a small pond a lake a still lake. you can't actually tell if you're someone's contaminate, contaminating that lake if you haven't actually, if you're not in touch with the clarity of the water yet, yeah, and it's like you know you have to clear the water and you have to make sure you're clear on where your boundaries are in your pond and what's trickling in. Yeah, and sometimes the trickle might be gold and it's just information that you've got to follow. And it might be someone that is requiring you to be of service and you're sort of heeding the call, mm. or it might be that you just simply have to mind your own business, your mind your own pond, yeah. um, and and sit with potentially sit with feelings of guilt because sometimes we feel guilty um, and when mm-hmm. we when someone or we feel uncomfortable when someone is um going through overwhelm or an uncomfortable series of emotions and re- like rescuing them helps us feel better yeah but it might not be actually for their highest good to have us help them with the solution so how do we as light workers and <clears throat> healers energetic leaders and Mm -hmm. Um, people that are serving of service how do we ensure that our service is that level of quality yeah that that we have the yin and the yang and and the yang could well be hold back pull yourself in protect your garden be the masculine like energy force of no that's their issue and not feel guilty to be able to know that's liberation and that's their highest good and that can be hard that can be really really super hard for sensitives and people that want to like you said yeah that that's that's in their journey that's their purpose
1: and it's often in our nature to be well be of service to help support to guide to to all of those things and and I love how you talk about the analogy of a pond um, for me, I use <laughs> to make it a bit of fun. It's like a hula hoop around us, right? Oh, cool! Yeah, and I we're like in the center of a hula hoop, and yeah. it's kind of like you know, if you don't know what's in your hula hoop in terms of energy, vibration, and what you bring, as in your thoughts, your emotions, and what actions you're taking. You could be, um, you know, thinking, your thoughts could be around lack or fear or can't have or don't have or what's missing. And so that's what you bring to any connection, any relationship, any interaction that you have as part of your energy vibration is in that. And if emotionally, and this is where sensitives and empaths in particular will pick up on things, Consciously or unconsciously, like you mentioned guilt, or it could be, you know, I feel really bad that they're in pain or they're suffering or or they're hurting or they feel sad. And I want to help them fix it because it feels better for me to not witness your pain and your suffering. And, Mm -hmm. And that's the truth of it is it feels better for me to not witness it and to have to sit and observe it right Mm -hmm. it takes enormous strength to be able to do that yeah and so if you can acknowledge what that emotion is that comes up for you whether it's frustration anxiety stress or overwhelm or whatever that's what you bring emotionally to the connection to the relationship to the situation and and as you're talking
0: I'm feeling this sense of um humility because Mm. as 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 beings we know we have a talent we know we can help when we realize that not we're not always called to help in the formal way it could be that we're called to help in the holding space more that um trusting that they need to just be where they are way and be at peace with that like you're saying we're contributing we are still contributing and injecting something into the situation by our reaction to what they're going through yeah so and maybe they're there to help us to achieve that.
1: Absolutely. And so then
0: there's that humility that we need to kind of find that um, space, and we so we brought more situations that will put us in front of where we may feel very powerless. Yeah. And and um, it may seem like, you know, it's it's um, yeah, it's never-ending pain around us or something for a time because
1: we've got to learn something and yeah and and sometimes that happens where when even you know as as healers as empaths as light workers as as you know conscious beings we're still human yeah and we still have things that we need to learn to shift and move through in this lifetime because when we do that work we then step into being able to help and guide others to do that. Mm. And I love how you talked about, you know, reacting to, because that's kind of the other part of our vibration and our energy is how we re- react yeah. or respond. What do we do when we're noticing um, and we're talking others or external realities um, that are not quite, what we're okay with or not what not quite what we're aligned with and we get ourselves pulled into it right whether it's drama and that's often the case right um we can either react by jumping in helping fixing giving advice and man have I had some people give me advice that's unsolicited and unrequested Mm. and it's actually a um uh, an affront is the word that's oh, to t- my totally mind, yeah to totally. my soul mm, because my yeah. soul knows how to get out mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. um please don't give me advice unless I ask for it because yep. then I'm ready to hear it mm. and right? then we become the
0: injectors like you know how we said um how do you stop being put dragged into yeah. well sometimes you've got someone around you who's doing that, that very thing and they're just given the advice and. It's like they're pulling you into their reality and, it, and it's like, hang on a sec, whoa, it is, it's,
1: it is is actually quite spiritually abusive and we yeah, might not realise that we're being that unsolicited advice stuff. Yeah, It is, it's actually energetically abusive, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're, we're disempowering the person on the other end of it by saying, I don't trust you enough mm. to be able to move through this on your own. And that often plays out in relationships, right?
0: Absolutely. You know, we see
1: our partner struggling or where we've got codependent habits that sit there or people pleasing and and they're part of our vibration and our energy. And we have to play that out Mm -hmm. because that's in our hoop, right? In our hula hoop or in our pond like you talked about. Yep. So how do we stop getting pulled into other people's realities or other people's external stuff, mm. um, stuff or shit, whatever you want to call it, right? <laughs> absolutely. Um, a work in progress is obviously shit. The moment, oh, right? how gorgeous. <laughs> um, a little cat That's coming into the... Great example. He's Love been... it. it is. He's just injecting himself into your reality. <laughs> he has. And he's been a little bit unsettled for the last week, Right. Okay, hey. and so it's an awareness of energy that mm. I can either get my allow myself to get pulled into, yes, and focus on what he's not doing, what what's annoying me, what's irritating me, what's stressing me, and I can bring that reaction out, or I can go, okay, darling, there's something going on for you. Mm. I'm going to trust yep. that you'll move through it. I'm going to trust that I'll get the insight when I need to.
0: Yeah, and he just got up and moved on as you were talking.
1: <laughs> Thank you, you Star Cat. <laughs> I love that.
0: He totally is. I love that. And, and oh, one of the most basic, like I guess, when people, you know, when you're in the, how you know you're caught up in someone else's reality is usually you keep thinking about them all the time. It's like that you can't not. And um, two things that work for me is, um. <laughs> Really believing they're not broken, that they're a work in progress, and 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 saying who that person is is none of my business over and over again if yeah. I have to. Um, and and for anybody who doesn't know, the I guess you could say the intellectual boundary that can really help you, um, mm. it, you know, detach from that codependency is, um What you think, feel, say, do, or no, don't do is about you and your history and not about me what i think feel say and do or don't do is about me and my history and not about you and that was one of those early boundary statements that really helped me go oh gosh okay it's not my business what am i doing Um, and then the other one is uh look you know in the early days it was a pair of god hands you know a pair of big hands and i just Mm. hand that actual person physically over into those hands but um, as I went through the lightworker practitioner training, what was downloaded was like a womb of transformation. So mm-hmm. that great womb that anything is possible kind of vessel, and then I'd put them in there, knowing that I wasn't throwing them to the walls by or abandoning them or yeah. something. I was giving them an opportunity with their free will to, to transform if they wanted to. Yeah. Not something that I was imposing on them. So and then what would usually happen is because I'd liberated myself from their energy. They yeah. would come to their solutions quicker. So it was like this, it was a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Rather than codependent. You know, it, it just it was, it was still unity and connected.
1: Yeah. And I like how you bring in that unity and that connectedness because you know, we are as humans, we are built for connection. We are here to interact and learn and grow from each other. And it's about interdependence, not codependence. And when we're interdependent, it means that I'm an independent, sovereign being. Yep. I'm me. I have my own thoughts, my own emotions, my own realities. And uniqueness. No one does and uniqueness. well. Just and skills like and you. abilities and all yep. of those things. Yep. And ways of perceiving the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we talk relationships in particular, my partner has his own realities, mm-hmm. his own needs, wants, desires, his own ways of being in the world. Yep. And there'll be times when I might need a little bit of extra support. Yep. And there'll be times when he does. Yeah. And so it's about going, I'm gonna depend on you. When I'm requiring help and support, I'm gonna give voice to it and ask yep. and invite. It's an invitation. Mm. To support, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: he has the free will choice as a sovereign, independent being to say, Look, I can't hold that space for you or support you right now. And I can go, Awesome, cool. Thank you so much for letting
0: me know. That's right.
1: Yeah. How beautiful and amazing is it that Mm. he's respecting me enough to be able to go, Hey, I'd love to. I just don't have the energy to do that for you in the way you need right now. So I can then either look elsewhere or support myself, right? Exactly, yep,
0: 100%. And so,
1: you know, and I love how you talk about the the processes that you might use and with with others' energies or external realities, when we connect with others, I I talk about those hula hoops, they interact, they they interconnect. What are you bringing to the hoop and what's the other person bringing, right? and yep. that's the energy exchange yeah and so if you become aware that there's stuff there that's not aligned for you or doesn't fit and feel right for you it's okay to put that boundary there and go okay that needs to just kind of step out of my hoop for now yeah yeah exactly yep. and so that's a really good way of visualizing it and mm-hmm. and for empaths or psychics or mediums that might be watching who are managing energy in that way there's a process I often use is any energy that does not rightfully belong to me mm. is returned to its owner nice with divine love and compassion yes yes so that they can do their own healing work
0: mm-hmm Yep. and, and that's any, a
1: really powerful one. Very powerful.
0: And 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 if there's any of that sort of disowned stuff that's coming down the pipeline towards me, usually it's quite toxic because it's yeah. disowned. So yeah. often when we feel something toxic and we realise it's coming down the pipeline, we get angry about mm-hmm. it. But what what you're suggesting is, look, you can get angry if you want, but the reality is, is that they've disowned it for a reason. They're not coping. Yep. They don't have the capacity or resources to own it right now. They're not ready to face it. Um, they're not meant to face it this lifetime yep. potentially. Exactly None of our business, right? Um, and so if we do it with love, we genuinely are not contaminating. Yeah. Like like the serve, like the return serve. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's almost like, well, we're yeah. either contributing or contaminating to a situation. So what we're instead doing is... We're returning what's not rightfully ours. However, what is rightfully ours is how we return it.
1: And you're suggesting
0: we return it with love. And that is so beautiful. That's a gift we give to us and to them.
1: Exactly, with love and compassion Mm -hmm. because, you know, that compassion component is I see you, I hear you, I feel you, and I honour you as a soul to know when is the right time and the right way for you to move through whatever challenge, hurdle, obstacle Problem or issue that might be there for you. Exactly.
0: Wow, that feels really good. Should we move on to the next question? Sure. All right. That's so good. See everybody. I told you it was juicy. (laughs) So juicy. I'm loving these questions. Me too. They're awesome. I'm just keep putting them out there to everybody and yeah, scrolling through groups and finding out what are people asking. Okay, so the second question is. How can we trust in the universe when everything seems to be going wrong?
1: Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? And so there's a couple of things that are kind of jumping in my awareness to talk through. Mm. Um, There's often a perception that things are going wrong. Correct. And so when we are looking at things as being wrong, then we're going to see things that are wrong. Yeah, agree. And it could be the simplest thing.
0: Could be the simplest thing like you're on the way to work, the train breaks down, you're going to be late, and you think it's going that even that act of that transaction was wrong because it didn't arrive on time or whatever. It could be very simple, could be major, like someone, there's a death in the family unexpectedly. Or so we're talking
1: our perception. Yeah.
0: And we're talking about what we're seeing.
1: That's not to minimise what what I'm kind of hearing is it's not minimising the fact that we might experience problems and challenges and obstacles. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Because we all do, Mm -hmm. Um, no matter where we're at in our spiritual growth. That's the adventure. An adventure, a journey, (laughs) uh, a, a trip of a lifetime, right? That's what we're here for. Absolutely. And so you know problems obstacles challenges I always get told that wherever the problem exists the solution also exists I love that and so if our focus is on the problem then Mm. we can't see the solution right because you know where any where our attention goes energy flows yep um so if I'm focusing and thinking and really emotioning, mm. that's even a word, um, about the problem, then I'm going to keep that in my vibration or in my hoop going back to the last question yeah. and I'm going to go, it's a problem, it's a problem, it's a problem, it's a problem, it's a problem. There's something wrong, there's something wrong, there's something wrong. Well, the universe really thinks something's wrong, going
0: to send you things that are, you know, looking, looking like that to you, aren't they?
1: okay, let's give you some more problems and exactly, some more right? wrongs to look mm-hmm. at because you're clearly focused on it. Mm-hmm. What we give our attention to grows. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the first part that I would say is if you feel like everything is going wrong, mm-hmm. then pause, stop, get really conscious and present to where your thoughts are focused. What am I looking at? What am I focusing on? Am I just looking at the problem here? Am I just focusing on what's wrong here? And then step into I wonder what's right about this. And Mm. wonder is an amazing thing. Oh, yes. Get curious, not furious. Yeah, because what it does is, is let's go of the attachment to needing the solution Mm-hmm. It opens the door for the solution to come in.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and that's like, you know, I've got this saying that problems are just unwrapped presents, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like imagine you've got a present and on the outside of the, of the present, the wrapping says problem and then you open it, but then there's this whole other thing in there that's actually really cool and yeah. it's the gift of what, you didn't realize you needed to, you needed to realize about something in particular
1: yeah. that that will bring you joy,
0: happiness, peace, and freedom. Mm.
1: And so that kind of brings in what I'm hearing is that, um, universal law of balance mm-hmm. is about everything has its opposite, right? Correct. Yeah. And so if we're feeling really sad, hmm then what's the opposite of that is happiness, right? Mm-hmm. So each of those two things are energies on a, on a continuum. Mm-hmm. And so if we're exper- experiencing sadness, then the gift in it and the doorway in it or the, the unwrapping is to more happiness. Mm-hmm. And so when we can acknowledge that I feel sad and that's okay because it is okay to feel sadness. Mm -hmm. I wonder what it is that would make me feel more happy and more joyful. Mm -hmm. What that does is it begins walking you back that continuum in the other direction towards more happiness and joy. Yeah. And so that's kind of the thing that I would ask people or invite people to consider. Mm. is what's right about it and yep. what's the opposite of what you're experiencing and how can you move yourself mm. in that direction. Wow, I really love that Leanne. I have hadn't thought about it like that before, but that makes so much sense. Um
0: because it as a you know or mm. you know this obviously the things that drop in really about around death as you're talking like I'm thinking yep. you know um you, you know, there is a deep sadness and a deep loss um, and, and we think that potentially people get stuck on how someone died rather yeah. than all the moments that they shared with them that were happy yeah. and it's almost like um, they need to start remembering beyond that one day, the yeah. day that that person died all yeah. the moments of happiness that they had and, and that potentially what was it about those moments that were happy and how can they incorporate that more in their lives so that this isn't doesn't feel as big of a loss as it is because Mm -hmm. if it's taking them away from their happiness and their joy, how can they become masters of their own happiness and create those moments and take responsibility to create those moments Mm -hmm. and not make their happiness about that one person And and so then they're reclaiming, they're empowering themselves back as well. Yeah. So that came through. It's a lot. It's yeah. very heavy. That that's massive.
1: Um, and, and you know, as a medium, I deal with grief and loss in in every day, right? And so, yeah. you know, often when we we lose a loved one from our physical reality what what that means is they've moved on their soul level has at a soul level, they've moved on to a different journey mm. and a different way of being. Yeah. Um, their soul still exists. They can still connect with you and communicate with you. What we struggle with as humans on on the earth is I feel this deep sense of loss and grief and sadness, And the reason we feel that is we don't know where to put the love that we have for them Mm -hmm. because they're no longer here physically. And what it is is that that love still exists within you. And we we have difficulties when we're in those moments of deep sadness and grief and loss of remembering the love. Yeah. And so... The continuum, grief is simply about how much we loved. Mm. And and what a beautiful gift love is because the reality is that there's two things in life that are certain, birth and death, Mm. right? And, you know, um, you and I have had some conversations on a personal level around Parents getting older and and having health challenges. And I've got a number of friends around me as well that have had experiences with that. And yeah. oh, hands up, two
0: hands up, like yeah, yeah right. I mean, I'm in my 50s now, so it's a path of the course. There's things that exactly. just happen. But yeah, they they can be seen as problems for ourselves exactly. or others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And so what 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 happens is for, for our parents as they get older. They they are invited to confront that next stage of their journey, mm. which is kind of the the wrapping up of life, right? Yeah. So that they can move on to a different type of journey when the times when it's the right timing for their soul to do so. Yeah. And so, you know, I remember a conversation I had with my dad because he was worried about his health, and I said to him. And as a medium, they know what I do. So I just said Mm. to him, what are you worried about, dying? Mm. And he went, oh, well, yeah. And I said, well, guess what, Dad, you're going to. Mm. And he went, oh, Mm. okay. And I said, and here's the thing. You're not going to be worried about it because you're not going to be here. It's all of us that will need to deal with the fallout. Yeah. And so rather than focusing on that and what could go wrong yes why don't you focus on living life while you're yes. here yes exactly right and, and as, so as, you,
0: as you were talking what i was thinking was two things can happen when we face with any kind of problem and 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 this is includes the physical stuff and it was really about that cuz as you're talking i was assigning it to me as well is that there's limitations around the problem and there's uh solutions, um, but they're both limitations. What happens is if we're looking at it as not a problem, just mm-hmm. an invitation to be creative, yeah. We will look at our limitation as for whatever reason you can't do this, um, but what can you do? Yeah. And so is it stretching a part of you you wouldn't normally stretch? Yeah. Um, is it building a, another kind of muscle that you wouldn't usually exercise? And I'm not just talking about physical muscles. I'm talking about emotional muscles, intellectual yeah. muscles, resilient muscles, what have you. And the second one is the solutions and how, how can we get creative about the solutions? Yeah. Are we open to that help? If not, what are we actually closing ourselves off from? Yeah. Is there something else that could be helpful and we need to be exposed to it? And this is the only way that... Spirit gets our attention to jerk the apron string to go have a look. Yeah. And then that leads us to follow the bouncing ball to something, another
1: whole other thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just... And, and I love that that about. whole bouncing ball part because, you know, the reality is, and and for some reason I, I want to talk about health issues, if people yeah, might be experiencing health issues and mm. some may be experiencing significant health issues. Um, from a spiritual perspective, it's an imbalance somewhere in your energy field mm-hmm. that started energetically, became um, something on that mental level. Then it became something on the emotional level that wasn't dealt with and now you have it physically. Yes. In order to get your attention and I believe, from what I've learned from spirit, any health issue that you're experiencing is an invitation for you to make a change somewhere in your life. One million percent. Agree with that. One million percent. And so if you're continually experiencing health issues or something's going wrong mm-hmm. in terms of your physical health, pause, stop, where am I being asked to change? Yeah. Sometimes
0: it is just about asking that question. And even for those people who don't have any kind of I can't hear anything, don't worry. If you ask the question and if you're willing to be helped, yeah. you'll be quite surprised at how quickly the answers and the solutions come to you and they drop in, in the form of people, in the form of gosh, lots of different things. Um, you'll yeah. see something, you'll you're in a magazine or on TV or you'll walk past the shop and go, oh, I never noticed that before. Maybe I should go in. There's a nudge to go in and, and help, yeah. you know, to help yourself or what have you. So yeah, it's it's an it's an I love that um whole aspect of that question that we're covering
1: mm-hmm.
0: um with regards to seeing seeing things like going wrong all the time. Um, I guess the, the beginning question, how can I trust you know the universe when yeah. when everything's going wrong? I think it is it is a face issue it is it is about trusting that life loves us like Louise Hay that book um that everything is happening for our highest good and um I think the more we do that the more we see that yeah and it isn't and it is something where I remember one day I decided to just walk in that just one day I just said today I'm just going to believe um that at the time it was Jesus was right next to me I'm having a conversation with Jesus all day long I'm just going to talk to Jason all day long. And it wasn't a religious thing. It was just a, a, yeah. a, um, I, I need to believe in something. So I'm just going to pretend. And this was in my 20s. And it was the most peaceful day I'd ever had in my whole life. And I'm like, I can't argue with that feeling. Like that yeah. was just too much. That was just the best. So maybe just act as if you are, that there is beings all around you one day, just for a whole day. Yeah. Try it on and see if you feel differently yeah. throughout the day or even by the end of the day.
1: Yeah. And um, you know, a I, I, couple of parts that I want to kind of drop in there is mm. if things are going wrong all around you, the other aspect of it is that your foundations, the foundations on which your life or the area of your life that things are falling apart in, are, are built on we're not solid. And so the universe is crumbling things so that you can build a more solid foundation from which to springboard and jump to your next step, right? I love that. Yes. So, <laughs> so that's the other aspect. It's also about going when we're manifesting or desiring or wanting or dreaming about something or asking for something. Yep. We might ask for, and kind of tapping into that next question a little bit, a new job, right?
0: We might dislike
1: our job, everything's going wrong, I'm so stressed, I hate it, I'm not passionate about Mm. it, it's not Mm. enough money, whatever. Mm. And so you're asking the universe somewhere for a new job that brings in more money that allows you more flexibility that you're passionate about that you're surrounded by people who motivate you and inspire you that's what you're asking for yet you're holding on to something that's different Mm -hmm. to that then the universe has to crumble
0: that make it it gets harder and harder and harder and harder because sometimes we need something to give to get our attention it has to feel crap. And and, and, and sometimes it's all round crap, like it's just all crumbling everywhere. Yeah. Like a spider web, like it's like poisoned everything. And exactly. so yes, I, I agree with you. And then and that's why the power of just changing one single thing affects everything. And I say that to people, they think, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. There's so much going wrong in my life. I can't believe it. Da, 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 da. Okay, let's just focus on one thing. Let's tackle that and let's see how the ripples affect everything. Yeah. Um, and so I love that. And 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 it's interesting. You said it's like um, how do you know when you're in the right job role, which is that third question because mm-hmm. those two previous questions often lead to us getting a new job because yeah. everything's going wrong in our old job or in our whole life and we're just changing everything, our jobs, our, whatever. Yeah. And also that we might be quite affected by the environment that we're working in yeah. that might be feel toxic. Yeah. And the only way we can actually like create a space between that dysfunction and our physicality so that we feel sane again is to remove ourselves and try, try it for another job. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, kind of interesting that it is a segue because this other question, I got off a um, another group that I thought yeah. this is a really good question to answer because they'd actually said they felt like a fish out of water. Mm. Um, now I'm going to speak to that in two different ways yeah number one whenever we make a big change that is like way or different from what we've been living we can feel like we're walking in someone else's shoes it's weird we're fish out of water feels strange it feels weird and it's almost like a new environment a new planet and we've got to climatize to it that does not mean it's your intuition telling you this is wrong yeah But the other one is is that if you do feel like you're getting a sense of yourself more, when you start a new job and what was presented to you was completely different from what you're you're actually turning up for, that can actually mean like you're reading the situation quicker, that this is not where you need to be. And it just depends on that first question that we answered, which is, you know, how do I not get pulled into other people's energies? Well, if you've got that clarity, around what yeah. is functional and you've learned yeah, that from that okay. previous position that came out of you'll, you'll discover what's not functional quite quickly or if yeah. it is embracing that new alien planet that is actually a good one for you <laughs>
1: yeah. and and kind of bringing all of those together again um is you know and I've ha- I've had experiences of being in a toxic workplace for a long time and 3am getting the tap on the shoulder from spirit saying hey write your resignation not Mm -hmm. having a job to go to having a mortgage and all of those things and I just went yep okay and and fully jumped into it right yeah yeah and and trusted there's just a point at which you go actually no more Mm -hmm. right for your own sake it's sanity and your own absolutely love for self right Mm -hmm. um So what I will say is that often things will start going wrong when it's time for a life change or a different direction. Um, Then what can happen is one area of our life will start experiencing some challenges, some problems, some issues. And if we're conscious and present to it, we'll make those changes. If we're not, it'll affect a second area of our life to get our attention So it gets louder and louder and louder and louder until you address it. And so if you've got stuff and shit and stuff going wrong or problems in every area of your life, it started in one and you didn't listen Mm -hmm. and you didn't trust that it didn't feel right for you. Yeah. And, And so... I often talk about how do we know we're in the right role, in the right relationship, in the right place, in the right whatever, or making the right decision. Mm. It'll feel peaceful. It'll feel Mm. easy. It'll um, take those burdens off our shoulders that feel really, really heavy. So it's almost like a traffic light for me. That's how I see it it's either yep. green or red. There's no yellow. There's no in between. I don't do ifs. I don't do maybes. I don't do uh, some of the times, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I've had to learn that along the way. Trust is I'm a hundred percent in. Mm. It's not, oh, I'll trust 85%. Yep. It, that's not trust. It's okay. I'm going to jump And I'm going to trust that there's a net, there's a safety net, there's a thing there that's going to catch me and help me and support me. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: it's often only after the jump or the leap that we find out what those things are. 100%. I call that leap the God gap.
0: It's like the, the gap that you're just being supported by the universe and nothing yeah. else, no no money, no anything. It's just, nah, there's no answers. No, you're not meant to know. If you met, were meant to know, you wouldn't be in this God gap. You wouldn't be in the leap of faith. You wouldn't be in the trust. You wouldn't be in the complete surrender, um, which is what is required for this situation. And so sometimes it could
1: that's just the most powerful time. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. and, and it's huge to, you know, having done that on, you know stepping out of a career that i had for 15 odd years in senior management and going not nah, not for me 3 a.m. off i go yeah it all fell in place afterwards i got offered some part-time teaching money came in and then it allowed me the space to focus on me yeah the other the other leap that you know the two biggest and most powerful leaps that i've had is that mm. stepping out of a job that wasn't right for me Yep. And selling a property and packing all my stuff and moving overseas. Mm-hmm. Massive. Not knowing why, not knowing how, mm-hmm. not knowing what for even or thinking it was about one thing and it was definitely not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, jumped on a plane with two suitcases and a month later met my partner. So mm-hmm. yeah. divinely guided, mm-hmm. not why Absolutely. I was there, it was why the universe told me I needed to do it. Yeah, exactly.
0: And That's, I guess, you know, for me, jobs, because I'm retired now and all that, but I haven't retired from spiritual assignments. And, I mean, oh, I guess work has always been spiritual assignments. However, I have had money given to me in that spiritual assignment as part of the spiritual assignment. Yeah. And so now it's it still hasn't changed. Like if I stop listening, if I'm told to do something, I have to do it because it's for my growth.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. And the other thing I wanted to speak to in the right job is, you know, it's it's a space where we are giving ourselves permission uh, to be that unique self that we talked about, Leanne. Yeah, and that we are. Surrounded by people that are, no matter what job we are doing, we are able to do it the way that feels the right way that our spirit and soul can do it well. And so that's going to be something that a lot of people will be listening to this and going, oh, that's no way. There's no way Um, you can do that in every job. Um, I'm going to say, well, then maybe they're not in the right job or maybe they don't have the right management yeah. um that's okay but if everybody was doing that then we'd all be enjoy going to work no matter what the job was yeah um because we're doing it and and someone asked me the other day how do you know how do you know what you're good at yeah. and there's um a gentleman, gentleman who's written a book called love and work and he talked about just every single day, writing down things that you love to do. Hmm. You don't have to be good at it. No. You just have to love it. Yeah. And so just write them all down. Don't, don't write anything down that you don't love doing. And by the end of the week, you'll up with a list of all the things you love to do. And if you focus on those things, you will find the right job. Yeah. And you'll know that you're in the right job. I love that. And, and he said that there are, there are um, symptoms of you loving something time goes by really quickly you get a lot done you don't think you'd you you do not think you're doing anything but you're getting a lot done when you love this thing yeah Um, you don't need to be good at it but it is your greatest strength because you love it enough that you you could get good at it because you love it that much you practice it all the time or you do it all the time um so I loved that it is about love isn't it
1: yeah and and I want to what keeps popping in my head to to bring back is you talked a little bit about the fish out of water and the mm. you know feeling uncomfortable. Sometimes we, at that first sense of feeling uncomfortable with something, we often pull back or stop or don't continue. And sometimes it's an invitation to learn and grow and to stretch. Yep right because that's what life's about and so you know when you talk about those things that you're good at or that you love doing it's really important to go you know I do enjoy this and there may be a minute or two where you're uncomfortable with the how or the you know the situation that you're in ask yourself is this an opportunity for me to stretch Mm, absolutely right Mm I, you know, years ago, I, and I kept, I had a belief that sat there around money, and I'm going to bring that in for some reason, I got told that I was no good with money. And, you know, I I had some issues with managing money back then. Mm -hmm. And what I I learned was that I hadn't learned how to manage money. Yeah, something that we get taught, I think. Right. And Mm -hmm. so... It was something that I wasn't really comfortable with Mm. and that that created that stress and that anxiety there sometimes. And so I actually just took a big breath and went, you know what, I need to get really comfortable with being uncomfortable with this. Mm. And I need to to learn, grow and stretch Mm. myself Mm. in order to get better at that.
0: Yeah, hence me wanting to do the live streams too. Like, you know, this. this is what I love to do, but then I also got the message yet, but we, you know, we need to do the live streams for community engagement and and that that creating a bigger conversation. So yes, yeah. doing the live streams for me, even though the technology didn't work today and all that kind of stuff, I'm not going to give up. It's just no. that this is a good like work in progress example for everybody to see yeah. how what I'm doing is that um I love enlightened conversations. I want to hone this craft to be to to, to a good productions, to do really good live streams and all those kind of things. Um, But it is a work in, it's a journey. It's a a work in progress where there's technical things, you could see them as barriers or you could see them as, no, it's a learning process. Um, For instance, somebody else might want to do it and then I'll know all the things, all the obstacles we've got to overcome. If I hadn't walked through it, would I know how to pass on the information to somebody else? There's all these other reasons. It's not just about ourselves growing too. So yeah. as we grow and as we overcome and we go through things that have stretched us, yeah. we are also of greater service and able to pass that knowledge on to other people as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, I, and I think that, you know, coming back to that, how do you know you're in the right job, mm-hmm. is you might be in the right job for a period of time, And and you and I have experienced that as well, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, Well and
0: truly. I'm in with bells and whistles and then it's okay. Well, it doesn't
1: feel like it's meant to continue now. The energy Mm -hmm. shifts in those jobs because Mm -hmm. there might be a change of management, there might be a change of policy, there might be a change in, I don't know, whatever, um, that you go actually now it's no longer the right job for me. Yes. Because the energy doesn't align for me, the value. And what I always tell people is to look at the values for you. What do mm. you value most in life? If it's around work, if it's being supported, um, respected, um, you know, they're just two I can think of. Yeah. And that that's there when you step into it. And yes. then there's a change. Notice that change, recognize that change because that's an opportunity or a a choice point that you have to go, do I keep going with this and it's not aligned with me? Or do I just take a breath, start taking some actions to close the gap between where I am now, the wrong job and the right job. So look around, put the feelers out there. Start updating your resume or your C V. They're all actions that you can take that tell the universe that you're moving towards a new job, please and thank you. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Taking those steps, being aware, putting the feelers out, um, asking for help. Yeah. Like, uh, hey, universe, I'm 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 not certain I'm right in this position. Show me or block me from finding yeah. another job. Um, I'll put like put your um, ap, job, job applications in to other positions if you feel comfortable um, and see what how you feel about that process, yeah. um, educate yourself on how other people are doing things that are more aligned with your values, yeah. like you're saying, um, the respect and the management. Um, I would say um, definitely ask to meet with your uh, direct upline mm. if um, you commence a position so that you know that person because often yeah. they're... The, the the perfect job. Um if you're in the in an imperfect team with the not that every mm-hmm. perfect team's perfect, but if it's mm-hmm. a team that's toxic, um yeah. it it wouldn't matter that you could have got the best job in the whole world and it will still be toxic. So you know meet the team leader and see how you feel with that. And yeah. and and work out whether or not you will you're willing to put up with that um to gain the skills that you require or yeah. to learn something that you, you feel you're going to get from it. And, but be reconciled with that before you begin so that you're not blaming them for a shit experience. Exactly, Blaming um, exactly. a victim.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, and coming back to that hula hoop thing, right? Yeah. The job is in your hula hoop for most people. Absolutely, yeah. And if it becomes disrespectful or out of integrity or lacks support for you, then mm. that's what you're allowing into That's your right. space as well and so it's really important to create those boundaries about what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with and I love how you say ask those questions right um even a simple question like show me where I need to make a new boundary or put a boundary in place here yeah yeah. Show me whether this job or this role or this relationship or this opportunity, show me if it's healthy for me. Mm, exactly, yes. Yeah, asking yeah. those
0: questions invites the universe to help problem solve or bring in the gift, um, help you unwrap the gift a lot sooner and yeah. to capitalise on that gift. And if you need to move on, move on. And if not, um, potentially uh, something's overcome for you and you you can thrive in that job without and it feeling um I guess restrained or
1: oppressed or what have you um and trust those feelings right because yes the divine universe spirit source whoever it is you call it Mm. will, will let you know whether something is a good fit for you whether it's a job or relationship based on how it feels in your body and if it feels stressful or creates anxiety or uh, makes you feel really unhappy, then you're in control of and, and you have the power to make a different choice and a different decision to go, actually, my happiness is more important to me, my, yeah. my joy, my peace, my, you know, and then for me, my my hoop, I'm very aware of what comes in and what goes out. Yeah, And I'll i love call it. it because yeah. if we don't become aware of it, it can ripple with it. Like if we let stuff in, mm. it can ripple and affect every area of our life. Mm. And so, you know, one of the things that I would say, because those three questions are so connected. I mm. know, aren't they? I know. Is you know, if you if you do let other people's realities or thoughts or beliefs or perspectives of you or projections of emotions at you, and they sit in your hoop and you're not not aware of it, then you're choosing it. Yes, exactly. Yep. And you have to get a hundred percent honest about mm-hmm. that. Yep. Take responsibility. And that can be you. the really hard part, can't it? When you can,
0: and when we. Become conscious of the parts of us that are choosing to to be oppressed. Um, often the first thing we feel is anger towards ourselves. Yes. And so then we we have to be journeying to the love and forgiveness aspect of, well, we we just weren't conscious of everything. Yes. We won't be. Um, and so the more we get comfortable with that idea, the less we quick to anger when we when we discover a pattern running that. We should have seen or yeah. whatever you know yeah. and or an oppressed situation or a something in our know, hula hoop that shouldn't be really there or whatever we go no oh, okay. it's yeah. okay. all right. well I've, I've seen yeah. it now so what do I do about it? What yeah. do I do about it now And um, we're quick to um, be liberated from that and come back to more of a, our whole sense of self um, rather yeah. than disowning that aspect of ourselves.
1: And I think that's part of it as well, isn't it? If we feel, if we do discover that that you know we've been contributing to our experience, which we do, um, we we can often judge ourselves or berate ourselves or, or whatever, and that adds to yes. the, the the icky. <laughs> exactly i didn't judge
0: myself for the stream not working i was just like oh well well, let's just do this what can we do this is what we did leanne what can we do well we can record this let's do that now let's jump on or do that now um
1: and then we'll we'll work it out yeah we'll we'll, Um, i'll find a way to work it out it's just exactly um, and that's one of the ways that that wonder really works and exactly you know, you can say, oh, God, okay, I've got this pattern that's been running and I've been playing it out mm. and that's okay. How yes. awesome and amazing is it that I've seen it now? Exactly. I can see it. Give it a hug. Give it some love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, in relationships um,
0: mm. often, you know, patterns will be running and, and people think, oh, no, I'm in a toxic relationship because mm-hmm. of the pattern running. I'm more of the opinion that when you realise there's a pattern running, and you then you can do something about it. That's a healthy relationship because yeah. we come into our relationships to heal. Exactly. So, if, if if patterns emerge and we don't recognize them, that's toxic. Yeah. But it, when we do, that's amazing. There's a dual healing. So, um, I mean, that's another topic for another day, I think. But anyway, <laughs>
1: yeah. oh, that, that's huge, that topic. Huge topic. Yeah. We can you, go there. And And I think that's the important thing for people to remember is that you bring you. Mm. to every interaction that you have you do To every there's situation a lot of mm-hmm. to every experience and if there's something that's going wrong or not working or there's a problem or is not right for you then you have control and control is not a bad thing it's just how you use it or how you direct it you're you have the power to step into making a different choice and decision you do indeed you do that's a beautiful thing to end on today for everybody I think too
0: Leanne it's so powerful we have the power to choose differently and it's it's totally something that we always have available to us and I thank you so much for being such a beautiful co-host with me today and for because we're obviously role modeling working together in a functional way and um me today even though not everything went right and all that if if you like um with technology the way we dealt with it was an absolute piece of art that we just said yeah "Yeah, okay well we'll deal with it and it just that's what I would like to encourage for everybody to feel that comfortable
1: in their workplace yeah yeah and I would say remember that everything is always working out for you yes yep That's exactly right.
0: Well, thank you, everybody. We are offering you big love today. Thanks for joining us in the conversation. We'd love to hear your comments and, and, and send your questions to my public Facebook page. Uh, message me there and we'll, we can incorporate them in on another Q&A in the future. Awesome. Okay. Thanks so much,
1: Michelle.
0: Okay, bye for now.